from the Feminist Book Chat Paris. Really excited to be recording the first episode of season two. Uh, can't believe we already have a season one in the bag. Um, just to let you know before we get into it, uh, there's been a slight format change. Uh, in season one, Camille and I would just focus on one book, the book club book that we would discuss uh, with the FBC Paris community at Shakespeare and Company. Um, we've changed that up slightly. Now we're going to be talking about the previous month's uh, reading lists. That way we get to talk about more books so that you guys get more reading recommendations. Um, and yeah, we hope you like this change. Yay. How are you, Kimi? I'm doing good, thanks. What about you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, I think I feel like everybody's probably talking about this, but there's been a real change in weather here. It's very grey and windy, but this for me is like perfect reading weather. Exactly. Like you have no choice. You just got to yeah. stay in bed and read books. <laughs> um, good excuse. So, yeah, uh, why not just start? Yeah, let's um, get into it. What, what do you want to go first? Yeah, I guess so. What do you um, want to talk about today? I'm going to talk about two French books, actually, um, and it's two quite new books. Um, one is really, really new. You probably heard about it. Um, uh, it's called Je ne suis pas parisienne, éloge de toutes les femmes, from Alice Pfeiffer. So I am not Parisian, praise of all women. Um, Alice Pfeiffer is a journalist, and she studied uh, gender studies, and she specialized in fashion and gender. She works for several magazines, and it, she actually just launched her first new book. Um, that is just very, very true and much needed. So it's all about this deconstructing from A to Z the myth of this wonderful creature that we call the Parisienne, yeah. which is uh, not only a French woman, but also from Paris, uh, meaning she's white, she's rich, she's effortlessly chic. She's tall, she's skinny. Yeah, and yeah. beautiful, mm. uh, obviously. And beside all this, um, she has become like a real object of consumption for brands, for... For everyone, actually, like, worldwidely known, recognized, fetishized. So, so true. There's so many articles, like, how to be more Parisian oh, or how to dress like a Parisian woman. It's crazy. And it's not only about articles. It's about brand campaigns. It's about, Oh, for sure. It's about everything. And, it, and so she actually... Um, talks about what about all the other many faces, colors, class, codes, looks, and attitudes that actually uh, shape the real so-called city of love, you yeah. know? Um, and I think it's, it's, really, it's really good because it's, it's also very funny, very... You can see what she talks about. You yeah. can identify in some situation. And she really sheds a light on this, like, really multicultural um, ground that is France. Yeah, and I have the impression, like, she's she's not been mean, you know, that, that, that kind of Parisian woman that we all know, like, that does exist, it's just, it's not the only way to be. Yeah, actually, she, she actually tried to demonstrate that it, it does not exist. You can't be all this <gasps> at the same time. I know. Um, so it's really interesting, and mm. I can't tell you more about it, because um, the Feminist Book Chat, Paris, is about to prepare you something on this content. So... 
we'll tell you more about <laughs> soon. Teasing, teasing. Teasing, teasing. Okay, cool. I can't yeah. wait to read that. Because I think she spent a bit of time in London as well, right? Yeah, exactly. She lived, uh, so she's French, but she studied from like high school to the end of college. She was in, not London, or no, like close to London. Yeah. And, um, and then she got back like 25 years old, rediscovering Paris and all the social constructs and norms and and discovering that she doesn't fit in even if she's French and Parisian. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading. Very it. honest. Very very cool. And what's your second book? And my second book is so it's a book I found just because I really love one of the authors. So it's a book that is co-written. It's called Dire le genre avec les mots avec le corps meaning expressing gender with the words and the body. It's co-written by um, Christine Barr and Frédéric Lenon. So Christine Barr is an historian feminist that I really, really love. She wrote this like sort of Bible called Feminist Dictionary. Yes, it's she's like spoken to me about It's huge and like there's everything in it. And she also has given like interviews that really enlightened me. And Frédéric Lenon is um, an academic, she's specialist of language and literature um, in the Middle Age. And so they both written this essay that's kind of like a French version of what Judith Butler could have said in mm-hmm. Undoing Gender, asking the big question of... Um, can we go beyond gender? Can we cancel it? Can we create some neutrality? Um, so it aims to explain how dressing and speaking are contributing to develop like an, Im- an Im- imaginary of sexual differences. Mm-hmm. So like our means of expressions are gendered, obviously. Mm. And um, by studying these marks of gender, uh, it therefore is a way to deconstruct them. Okay, um, so... You reading this book, like what? What kind of? Um, what did you get from it? So this, like, there's two parts. There's first the words, and then there is the way we dress. So um, on the words, um, she talks about they. They both talk about so many things. But for example, like the French rule about the masculine, the masculine going over the feminine. Uh, it's like a grammatical rule. Yeah. So like. Talking about this, like, where does it come from? How is it influenced also mm-hmm. by uh, this very pa- patriarchal mm-hmm. uh, all society mm-hmm. um, roots? Yeah. And, and, and then it also talks about uh, the inclusive writing, trying to, uh, d- to undo all this and to set some new rules. So, like, how some language that is so old and so traditional can still try to find some way to evolve. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about... Um, the body as a space of freedom, um, a space to express yourself and 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 give your personality some some assets and accessories in some ways, but also mixed with all the the traditional norms of the dress codes, kind of. Oh wow, yeah. So it's kind of like really talking. There's like multiple examples, and it really helps you like try to realize and be like, oh. Yes, actually, mm. this happens to me, and I do this without realizing. Right, so you it know? helps you kind of be more conscious. Exactly. Of, yeah, okay, great. And it's like, if you know that, then you can just own it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's clear, but... Yeah, no, super It's clear. really good and way more easy than Jody Butler, for example, okay. um, in terms of approach and essay, so... Okay, and uh, do you know if it's translated into English? I don't know, because it was published in February 2019, so it's oh, quite yeah. new. 
but well we'll check and if it is we'll put it in the show notes i'll definitely we'll yeah, yeah of course um but is it a short book would you say it's quite an easy read uh, in French? well it totally depends on what type of reader you are it's it's not the hardest essay at right. all and it's full of examples that really speak to you because mm. it's modern and stuff uh it's not a novel yeah it's an essay but okay. it's good and christian bar words uh are just so talking and yeah I totally recommend it okay great yeah tell me about you yeah so I'm I'm also going to be talking about two books today um the first of which is actually a young adult book um I wanted to talk about this because when we did our live podcast recording at uh, Les Autrices festival yay uh, yay it kind of came up that you know there were some great uh, children's books coming out which were much more engaged um and dealing with uh kind of the topics that we like to talk about um and also there's lots of stuff for adults but that there seemed to be a bit of a gap uh, in between so for teens yeah now Kimmy you know I volunteer um at the American Library in Paris um, and I actually volunteer in the t- kids and teens section. So I, um, I've been volunteering there for a couple of months and I just get so many great recommendations for young adult literature. So I've started reading it a lot more and I'm really, really enjoying it. All of that long-winded to say, um, the first book I'm going to talk about is called Watch Us Rise, and it's also co-authored by uh, Renee Watson, who is actually a New York Times best-selling author, and Ellen Hagen. Uh, so Renee Watson, uh, you may know her if you kind of follow YA um, literature. She's kind of been on the New Brianna list. Uh, some previous titles are Betty Before X and Piecing Me Together. And Ellen Hagen is a writer, performer, and educator. Um, she's involved a lot in kind of poetry and theatre programmes as well, all over the world. Um, and I would have really loved to have had a book like Watchers Rise when I was uh-huh. uh, a kid. So Watchers Rise uh, is the story of two high, high school students, uh, their best friends, Jasmine and Chelsea. Jasmine faces a lot of discrimination because of her skin colour and her body size. Um, and Chelsea is kind of like the quieter, geeky um, girl who gets a thing for the popular guy and really struggles with that because she's, she's you know, she's a, fem- she's a feminist. So... They go to high school in New York and they're both part of uh, programs. So Jasmine is part of the theatre program and Chelsea is part of the poetry program. And these programs and their classmates and their teachers fail them in various ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Jasmine is in the drama class and her professor totally pushes her to fall into the trope of the angry black woman. Okay. So she's always getting kind of typecasted. Um, so they both decide they've had enough. They walk out and they form their own group. Feminist group, right? Feminist group. They start a blog thanks to the help of um, one of their high school teachers, Miss Lucas. And they form this uh, feminist group. They start a blog called Write Like a Girl. 
that does really, really well. Uh, there's, it's, it, they do articles in different formats, like there's some poetry, slam poetry, articles, and it's just so great because they both bring really uh, different kind of experiences and perspectives. Yeah. And it resonates really, really well on social media. Um, there's also, um, they kind of end up getting told off by their school principal who accuses them of being too too radical i guess and kind of stirring up trouble so they take uh so they take it to this kind of radical bookshop um and it's just it's so brilliant and they're so awesome um and yeah i won't say more because it will probably just give the whole game away but there's a very cute love story um and yeah, and it's just it just ticks so many boxes. Like it didn't feel uh, kind of like people were consciously checking boxes. It just felt kind of like inclusive. Yeah, and just like something realistic that could actually happen. I feel yeah. like it's such a shame because um, when you go to like kind of like queer bookshops in Paris, there's definitely like a rise in terms of like. Um, book proposition for adults also for kids because I've been buying books for my nephews and niece and I find a lot of stuff that are more yeah. inclusive and nice which is great but for teens there's definitely a lack of something and I remember when we went to London together Gaze the Word or other other bookshops they, they yeah. definitely think of this like teen section and something's missing well, here yeah definitely or oh, I think it's there but there's kind of it's not a snobbery, I don't want to say, but almost it's almost like young adult uh, literature gets overlooked, like it gets forgotten. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really exciting to find uh, books like Watchers Rise. Um, I'd also love to find things that have like a UK teen experience or a European oh, teen experience, yeah. you know. Uh, I think that would be really great to have a bit of a compare and contrast. Um just because, you know, different cultures, different kind of histories. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy to be kind of discovering all of this at the um, American Library. It feels like a good opportunity. Um, and then the second book I wanted to talk about, which um, I posted just, I think, this past week um, on our Instagram account, is Against Memoir by Michelle T. Now, if you don't... This is my first time reading Michelle T. If you're not aware of who she is, she's an American uh, writer, feminist. uh, She organises literary events. um, She's, like, in her late 40s now. Mm -hmm. She's married to a woman, and they have a kid... Um, and so there's there's some stuff that comes up that um, touches a little bit on what we explored in the Argonauts. So having a queer family, how does that look? What which pronouns do you use? For example, uh, Michelle calls her partner um, her husband wife okay. uh, because you know just sticking to either male or female pronouns didn't quite work and everything else felt quite cold like my spouse my partner so the the book is split into three sections so the first section is art and music um so in this section she talks about uh andy warhol she talks about this film called Times square uh she talks about her love for prince and also Valerie Solanus, who I had just heard of, but I didn't know a lot about. 
Um, she was a feminist in New York in the 70s. She was, she's actually very well known for being the person who tried to... Uh, well, she shot Andy Warhol. Um, and she wrote something called the Scum Manifesto. Um, and there's some kind of mental health issues there and stuff. So the first section is art and music. Then the second question is love and queerness. Um, and then the third section is writing and life. So it's basically like a memoir of her life, right? It's a memoir of her life. And basically these are articles or speeches or pieces that, that she's she put previously published that she's okay. kind of organized in this way. Um, I found her to be super funny, super smart, super curious, super kind. Uh, like even when she's unpacking things, even when she's disagreeing with things, uh, she's very like she doesn't take the other side down, you know, it's very measured but so smart. And it has just come out in the UK this, oh. like, September 2019 right now. And actually, we were very kindly gifted this copy by the publishing, the UK publishing house and other stories. Um, they're just great. We'll put uh, their link and social media in the show notes. Um, they're quite, like, we've spoken about this before, Kimmy, but... The UK publishing industry is really different from France. Is really different from France, and I'd love us to have that conversation at some point. Um, a couple of years ago, the UK publishing industry was really forced to um, have more diversity. Uh, it was really exposed to be kind of like white middle class, mostly kind of male, and which was obviously affecting the stories that were being told. Um, and something else about the publishing industry in the UK is that a lot of it's focused in London. Yeah. And what's great about Under the Stories is that they've taken themselves out of London and they're actually based in the north. I'm from Yorkshire. They're based <laughs> in uh, Sheffield, South Yorkshire. Um, so that's already quite like breaking the mould. They focus on a lot of contemporary writing, uh, translated editions, um, as well uh so we'll yeah we'll link to their website because you should definitely check out um what what else they have on offer because it's not kind of the stuff that you would find in you know you'd i mean you'd yeah. probably find it in radical you will definitely find it in radical bookshops but maybe not you know the bigger ones yeah and i think actually it's very interesting and important to know who are the publishing house who are the editors like to know a bit more about their story about who like the origins also, because you tend to buy books and think, like without thinking. I know that in French publishing houses, you tend to realize that some book choices are made depending on the politic sides of the publishing house and stuff. So I guess yeah. it's always important to like uh, take a look into how it's made, how yeah. really independent it, it is. Well, that's it. You it's know? like go further than uh, buying the book from your independent bookshop Book like yeah. have a chat you know with the bookseller yeah. because because they're the ones as well they'll, they'll know because yeah. uh if they're sourcing you know kind of responsibly and consciously mm -mm. then they'll have a they well i would imagine they'd have a relationship with the publishers so they'd be able to kind at of least they know yeah they know so yeah maybe next time you go and go and have a look in, at your local indie bookshop have a chat with um where which publishing houses they they get their books from so yeah just a little shout out to um under the stories there so cool. honestly i would highly recommend this she talks about you know what it's like to go sober 
you know, and kind of how that affects your friendships. Um, she talks about having a miscarriage. I think they had their baby through IVF. Uh, she goes to a women's festival that uh, turns out to be... Uh, turf anti-trans so then she goes like the following summer she goes to the camp trans which is set okay. up in response so it's, it covers a lot of ground there's some like there's the american healthcare system in there too as well she comes from a working class background so it 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 really yeah i thought it was very real and um oh i can't wait really to read it yeah so oh. there we go that's my two books Cool, thank you, friend. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys for listening to us. Um, we'll soon be back for some guest interview. Yeah. And meanwhile, um, you can always subscribe to our newsletter uh, via our Instagram account or our new website called Um And enjoy your day. Bye. Bye.